Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's a Jeff. Hey guys, what's happening? Wells is here. What's yeah. up, Wells? Hey everybody. Hey everybody. It's good to be back. Hey Dr. Wells. And uh, joining us this week is a special guest, uh, nobody. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. nobody. Although, big thanks for Neil's uh, coming out last recording yeah. session and joining us. Yeah, that was super cool. Uh, so what's been going on since last recording? Uh, I can't remember if we talked about it or not, but Wales for Wishes is back on. Yes, I, we it probably is. didn't want to talk about too much of Neil's here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Wales for Wishes is back on. It's going to be in May. Uh, talking to Mark about coming on and maybe dropping some knowledge on us. Thanks. Which, uh, if I know all the listeners were like, I only want to go because Josh is going to be there. Josh will not be there. So this is some horse. I mean, I understand family first and yeah. all that stuff, but boy, it's all right. <clears throat> I plan on making some real seller space in that. Well, you know, maybe perhaps just keep waiting and then wait for the next one. Yeah, that's what you said last time. And look what happened. <laughs> COVID. Like, that was my fault, though. I mean, I'm not saying that was your fault. But that was your fault? What the... F- yeah, I'm sorry. That uh, was all me. That was all me. Um, I well, thought it was... Have you done anything? I thought it was because I drank a, my one and only White Claw the weekend before. Ooh. Ooh. <sighs> Whatever. These steaks were made. Have you done anything exciting? I mean, I had some really awesome beers this past weekend. Uh, Fauna Flora had some guest taps on, so oh, fun. I got a nice a Blanton's Barrel Aged Barley Wine from American Solera. Ooh. That was so freaking good. Oh, man. I gave my girlfriend a sip, and she's like, oh, yeah, I could even mess with this. So that's like, yeah. I love barley wines. I'm the only one. Yeah, apparently. So us having yeah. any sort of commonality, it's like, you know it's good when... So, yeah. Well, that's cool. Other than that, man, not a whole bunch. Same same stuff. Haven't made it to any of the new places yet. Like, I kind of went to Hopfly a few times, like right when they opened, but I've not been to Gilda. Mm. Whatever. Only so many days in a week. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And sometimes, you know, you just don't want to get out. Yeah. At least me. And, it, and it's still that weird thing. Like, I... I don't even remember what happened in the last two weeks. I had, maybe I had a day off or something like that. So everything's screwed up again. Like, I don't know what today is. Yeah. I mean, I, I, obviously it's Tuesday, but. Well, and you know, the uh, the pollening is currently occurring. So <clears throat> I am in allergy hell right oh, yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you not in the um, Charlotte area, everybody gets their own kind of pollen this time of year. Uh, in Charlotte, it, it comes in the form of. Like a light uh, green cocaine-like dust that uh, covers your cars. Yep. And um, heaven forbid, you know, you've been parked outside for a day or two, and then it sprinkles just a little bit, and then um, yeah, that's that's real gross. But uh, yeah, it's it's a rough, it's a bad pollen time of year. Yeah. 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 Earlier today, I just had to pop out to run an errand, and the car hadn't been driven in a couple days, and all. I had to run the windshield wipers just to get the tree cocky off my windshield. The tree cocky? That's what I'm calling it now. Fair enough. I like it. Cocaine light substance, except it's not as much fun. That's true. Uh, so we've talked about this story for, it feels like, quite a while now, because it actually has been going on for quite a while now. Yeah, it's been two years it's since been. this first popped up. And that story is Stone versus Keystone. 
and Stone going after them for their copyright. And if you guys remember the bombastic video that Greg Kook threw out there on Twitter, we're going after Big Beer. I like Fuck that Greg Kook. Yeah, he kind of is. He kind of is a kook. Um, yeah, we're going after him. It's cute that he still thinks that he's like the small fledgling, you know, fight up against everybody else kind of guy. But, you know, whatever, my dude. Yeah, it is. He's not wrong. No, he's not. I mean, and and again, we've talked about this countless times on the show. You have to protect your copyright or you lose it. Plain and simple. Right. And that's how this whole world works, or at least in the States it works. Uh, Well, finally, the court settlement happened or the... Judgment happened, I guess, if you want to call it that. And they were, they being Stone Brewing, was awarded $56 million from Miller Coors. That's not as much money as they were hoping to get. It was like, what, 206 or something like that? I think so. Like a random number. 206, we're going to give you uh, a quarter plus six. I don't, like, what's the, there's got to be some significance there, I'm sure, but, mm. you know. I, I guess, like, bully for them, you know, yeah. like, I, I Again, this feels like $56 million to one of the big beer companies is probably... This is probably a little more than a small slap on the wrist. Right. It probably stings a little bit, at least for a couple of days. But more people have probably talked about Keystone because of this lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> in a long time. Honestly, more people are talking about Stone for the same reason. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, Stone gets $56 million and a bunch of free pub. Um, I wonder what they're going to do with that $56 million. Uh, use it to pay the $434 million that they're owing an investor come next year. Oh, dip. Yeah. So $378 million more to go. All right. So how many more lawsuits can we file, you guys? Right. Seven. Not to mention, you I'm, know. I mean, rounding up, yeah, 6.75. Sure. Like, yeah. you figure lawyers have to take some of that. Well, so. uh, yeah, right. I mean, I, I wonder. Well, that... you know, shut up, because we don't want to get sued. <laughs> quiet. Quiet, you. Uh, it's not uh, like we're changing our name to, like, the... Craft Stonecast stone or yeah, something. The, the day that Greg Cooch thinks that we're doing anything infringing on his IP, like seriously, go, you know, drink your own beer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am go an arrogant bastard, so shit. Oh, Damn no. it, Wells. <laughs> Damn it, Wells. <laughs> and Josh does kind of look like a gargoyle. Holy <laughs> God, ah, no. So oh, no, it's all, it's all happening. Uh, so what's going to happen with Stone, at least, of course, or Miller Coors, is they're going to try to fight this. And see if they can, you know, somehow get it reversed. But they have promised to put the key back into the Keystone beer that started all of this. Idiots. Like, the jury, I did take a look at, like, one of the pages. And the jury found that, like, uh, Keystone didn't act maliciously yeah, in, did. in doing this. They well, totally did. Well, that's not. Again, I'm talking about, like, the document that sure. the jury yeah, signed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know there was still damage done, and so they had to pay something. That's so why. Just, that's yeah. why it wasn't the full amount. Oh, they just accidentally infringed. They didn't. And yeah. The the first time might have been an accident. Every other time, I mean, they obviously perpetuated this and kept doubling, tripling, quadrupling down. But yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, like this is one of those juries that you'd love to be on as a a fan of beer, but uh, or the you, fly on the wall. If you were being honest, uh, they would have eliminated you right away. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Can you be fair and impartial? Hell no. Hell no. Screw Keystone. Screw Miller Coors. Yeah. But to um, be fair, I don't like Greg Kutch either. So, like, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I kind of hate like them I, both. It kind of balances out. Like, right. yeah. 
I mean, just the, the private text in between the three of us, I think. What I was trying to find was Dr. Roxo. If you remember the text chain when you sent us that on Saturday and I sent a gift back of Pam just doing a wad of cocaine out of a bag, mine was going to be Dr. Roxo. And it says, I do cocaine! Because, you know, wait. Yes. Did I say that out loud? <clears throat> the uh, Untapped Festival. Oh, I remember that one. Uh, it was, was it? so. I mean, look, points for the choice of venue. Uh, points off for everything else. <laughs> well, how would you feel if Untapped said, "You know what? Can we try that again?" Um, Poorly. I'd be a little open to it if I got free tickets, except. They're changed the location this time. Yeah, I was about to say, it's but it's just but, not as cool. But what if I told you it was going to be at a smaller venue this time? Uh, that that wasn't their problem, right? <laughs> right. Uh, basically, I mean, be, okay. And like, arguably, the storm wasn't their fault. Oh, sure, but you knew on Thursday that it was going to rain on Saturday, but they still had all the breweries set up on the field in all their promo material. They said, we will have a, a rain plan. Well, they didn't. The rain they, plan was they, rain. Exactly. Except they knew it was. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, this they time they, they do. They have a rain plan. Big stuff's not going to come down for a couple hours. Right. Uh, so, yes, the Untapped Festival is officially announced it is returning to Charlotte. Uh, tickets are 50 bucks, at least for the early bird or something like that. I don't know. Um, they're going to move it to a smaller location instead of doing it. Uh, is it still B of A Stadium or is that name changed? I don't even know. Well, it's anymore. still Bank of America okay. Stadium. You know, who knows with stadiums? You can ever, hardly ever keep up with it. Uh, but it's moving to quite a bit of a smaller venue than Bank of America or an NFL stadium. Um, yeah. Still going to have over 100 breweries bunch of local stuff and then they haven't announced too many nationals yet but um i don't know after the shit show that that it was what is interesting is that they did hire somebody in from mgm the casino people that ran a bunch of events and everything so because they realized hey we fucked this up and we fucked this up bad yeah if you've never run a beer festival yourself Man, what a time to learn, right? Like your first beer festival, maybe not, man. Maybe like be an apprentice and then like yeah. pay somebody to come in and kind of teach you the ropes a well, little bit. But didn't they kind of do that though? Didn't they that's, hire? No, that's what they did. I mean, they, I, ah, shit, now I can't remember. I thought it was more them last time. Ah. No, I was pretty sure they hired an event staff to no, run it. Then yikes. So that is what makes it even worse is that they put their name on it and then they didn't vet their event staff and yeah this i mean talk we, about we, some expensive knowledge yeah we talked about it ad nauseum on the show because poor wells was the only one should we say dumb enough or brave enough i don't know which again to go. free ticket i regret nothing fair enough and i drank enough with that bambarana collab from oscar blues and cigar city yeah i drank enough of that that i really don't care anymore fair enough uh, so yeah, it'll be curious to see if if any of us are brave enough to go again. It'll the tickets go on sale this Friday, I believe it's this Friday, and then um, the events in June. So 
who knows? Maybe it happens, and maybe this one goes off without a hitch. I guess they did one at Petco Park last year, and it did go off without a hitch. So maybe they've kind of learned. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. Well, speaking of uh, ugh, expensive lessons. Yeah. What uh, what what happened here? This sucks. Like, uh, this sucks so hard to read. Um, a guy has been awarded $8 million because a bartender accidentally served him a beer line cleaner instead of a beer. And it huh? did significant damage to his gastrointestinal tract. I mean, I, I like, I, yeah, I can't imagine uh, that's going to No, happen. no. And his throat and... Yeah, I mean, that's part of your gastrointestinal his, tract. His tongue. Part, yeah. I'm just calling out all the pieces that were in the article. But, yeah, but I'm just sitting here thinking... Brick, are you just naming off things you see in the room right now? Shut up. I love lamp. I love lamp. I love carpet. Like, I, love windows. I feel for the guy that this happened to. That's terrible, and I don't even want to think about what happened, like what I would do if that happened to me. Well, and what's you know kind of scary when you read the story is that apparently the bar staff knew that they were cleaning the taps when he was offered this free sample of beer. Yeah, and yet. Served it anyway? Still served it anyway? Like, was the bartender just shit-faced or what? Yeah, because anytime that I've been, like, in a place when they're cleaning lines, like, you know it's line cleaning time. So, like, how did this happen? But but my question also is, and I'm not trying to, like, victim blame too much here, but that stuff has a smell to it. Yeah, I was about to say. Like, I'm not, con- if somebody hands me a glass of something and it, it doesn't look like beer, doesn't smell like beer. Like, hey, speaking of which, we have Chuck stuff tonight. Oh man, <laughs> hey, look, I know, it's, oh. I know it's a little early, but but I'm not, I'm not using his name in vain at the moment. Um, pretty soon you'll be saying, "Get that Chuck beer out your mouth." Yeah, Chuck that beer. Uh, I don't know. Well, I, it will, and we'll see your point. I like, just have questions. Because, you know, granted, it has been years since I've homebrewed, but, like, uh-huh. when I'd be done on brew day, and I'd be throwing in my PBW, or, you know, even Star Sand has a little bit of a smell to it. Yeah. I can't imagine how strong, because PBW is basically just powdered bleach. Right. Yeah. And you can tell that I, it's there. I, I, you know. And, I mean, Jeff, you, I would assume, clean your tap lines on your kegerator. Yep. Yep. And it probably has a smell. Yep. Does it not? Nope. It's, yeah. I, again, I, so I'm curious if this is, does the guy get a sample and just throw it back without smelling it? You know, maybe, maybe he's congested. How much of it did he drink? I, like, who knows, right? Yeah. But apparently enough. And yeah, it just sucks all around, you know. Um, it's just a bad deal. It is. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, as much as we'll hate on Chuck beers sometimes, uh, I never worry about permanent damage being done to my tongue, esophagus, etc. Like, yeah, right? well, thanks, uh, bud. Wait, wait till show two. Oh, okay. Uh, so we've talked quite a bit about this new crazy hop thing that was called cryo hops, but well, have, we, have we actually talked about like what they are though? No, Not really. No, no. We have talked about ha- we have had beer with them. Yeah. and Said, oh, cryo, and we're like, we don't know what that is. And I, yeah, I was about to say, I don't think we talked about us. the, the Educate what. Us, yeah. Professor Wells. 
Can you play like the interstitial music here for uh, it's it's learning time with Professor Wells. It's learning time. Oh, with oh maybe Wells. You get, like a theme song for that. <laughs> no, learning no pressure. Time. That's learning fine. Time with Professor Wells. So the Dr Pepper guy. The reason that this is news is Yakima Chief is one of the largest. What did you just call me? You heard what I said. <laughs> um, they have gotten the patent for this process, and. I'm like, what the, what the hell is, because usually like hops come in pellet form and that's them kind of being processed, being ground up right. and, you know, picked, kilned, uh, and then pelletized by being ground up and then run through like these pellet presses. Right. So that's, you know, that way you've got hop material that breaks down like in the boil in a nice, even sort of way. Cryo hops. So this is when you expose hop cones to liquid nitrogen, and that effectively strips the lupulin glands from the uh, hop flower itself. Mm -hmm. The vegetal material is discarded, and this lupulin powder is, you know, that concentrate that really a lot of brewers are are after. that stuff is what remains, and then that's pelletized, and then that's huh. used like regular hops. Interesting. So wow. you're getting maximum extraction. I mean, you're leaving all that vegetal matter behind. Like, it's it's just discarded. So you don't have to use as much cryo hops as you do just regular pellets, um, To which is also important from a, a waste perspective. Um, yeah. Because hops are thirsty and any sort of like vegetal matter that is like in the dry hopping process, that stuff can soak up a lot of beer. So mm-hmm. you're going to have better yield now because you're having to pellet less. So anyway, that's cryo hops in that's a nutshell. Awesome. I, uh, I really learned something. Like I read this. I'm like, I've always wondered what cryo hops were, but I was afraid to ask. Well, now now we know. I mean, it's like and knowing that, is half the battle. It's like that person that you've met like fifty times and you know them really well, but you forgot to remember what their name was on the first day, and now it's like y'all are best buds, but you don't know what to call them. Yep, it, I totally get it. Webs, <laughs> all the webs, <clears throat> at all the webs. I might have to change my, <laughs> my Twitter handle now. Oh, I like that. Um, I. Not a hundred percent sure why Wells put this st- or Webs put the story in, other than I do kind of get where the story is coming from, which is basically, hey, COVID's kind of over, but just because your favorite brewery made it doesn't mean they're gonna survive. Because Bingo. A lot of them had to take on a lot of debt to stay open or around and pay people when nobody was showing up. Exactly. Uh, it wasn't in particular. I mean, the article is ostensibly about three breweries in Texas that have recently closed. But the point why I really wanted to share this article was because COVID did such a big, you know, was a body blow to so many places yeah. that to, to your point, like they may be carrying a lot of debt. They may have made it through wave one, but, you know, get killed in wave two because, you know, now they were projected like X amount to, of earnings, but you know, people just aren't still going out as much. So like basically if you love your local craft brewery and you want it to stick around, you should get your ass there. You should support it financially. Yep. Like get your ass there and order beers from there. 
plain and simple. I mean, there are so many places that I can think of that it's like, oh man, that place is closed. I'm really sad about that. But like, I can't even remember the last time I went there, you know, whatever. Uh, I kind of made a little mental list of places that I really wanted to see stay open. And that's like where my focus is in terms of spending my beer dollar. Yeah. Like I would be heartbroken if I could not walk to the places that I love. Like, God forbid I have to walk more than one mile to get a beer somewhere. Right. That's going to kill me. Oh, God. First of all, problems. Right. But, but I mean, it is a valid point. Like, even if you live in a smaller city where maybe you don't have as many breweries and you happen to like one of those places, and if you haven't been going there on the regular, you need to change that because just because, you know, people can go back in there's a lot of these places that had to take out some insane loans yeah. to try to stay afloat. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's a, a myriad of things that's causing it. Aluminum is going up. The price of malt is going up. Rents are going up. Like Everything. all of these things are all going up. Things. Yeah. Inflation is going up. Yes. So this is, I think more than anything, this is beyond the time to get off your ass and get your wallet open and go to these places if they really mean something to you because they're, this is probably when they need it the absolute most, For sure. hands down. For sure. So get off your asses. And I mean, the weather's starting to get nicer, so, you know, you, yeah. there's the, the idea of just having to stay in. Like, man, don't, don't do that. Just go out. <laughs> I mean, how many beers? Of course, I, like the irony of Josh and I saying, "Get your ass out, out of your house, go drink beer at your local brewery," and we're like, "We're not going anywhere." Yeah, I'm not going. What'd anywhere. you do the, the last two weeks? Nothing. Nothing. Play Tiny Tina. Yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> support local. <laughs> Place Tiny Tina, Waterlands, whatever. Yeah, you know. You know, I was uh, drinking a local beer at the time. That's yeah. good. Yeah, I was drinking bourbon. Yeah, a so local bourbon? No. no. No, uh, well, he really is the worst. A crafty bourbon at the at the worst part of it, but as we have discussed, it's so hard with bourbon; yeah. like it's almost impossible. A crafty bourbon owned by a large multinational corporation. Yes, awesome. Yeah, that's what I mean when I say a crafty bourbon. But when it's you know when it's still getting made at the original facility, as opposed to you know your three one two being uh, brewed in New York or something, I would really like. Legit, if there is anybody that listens to the show that has somebody that is like super hardcore into bourbon, like we are, beer, like what? Yeah, let's <laughs> just say, be careful there. Let me finish. <laughs> I would love to sit down, like, and even just through email, ask them some of these questions. Like, does it bug you when you buy this beer or you buy this bourbon from? At the end of the day, is Wild Turkey their own thing or is it? <laughs> I can't, see that's just yeah. like I can't even remember that, but like, where's my infographic? Right, but like, if it's still made at the original facility, does that bug you? Yeah, yeah, yada, yada. Way off topic there, sorry. Um, but anyways, back to this again. Yes, please go out support these local places as much as you can, because again, this is when they're going to need it the most. Ugh. Yeah, what what is happening? Speaking of local breweries, I'm so confused because like, I, I feel like we're doing one of these stories every week now. <laughs> yeah, what's uh, oh sorry, who is doing what? Highwire, uh huh, out of Asheville, uh huh. Uh, now stop me if you've heard this one before. Are they opening is a opening place? A new tap room. I've heard that one. Stop. Where is this one? <clears throat> I don't even remember. It says Nashville. I, 
So where oh, the does. Gulch is, I suppose, in Nashville, it's a Nashville story. So Asheville Brewery going to Nashville. Asheville to Nashville. I'm sure there's a country song I'll there. I'll say, yeah, that, that feels like. There's got to be. So um, uh, this is the. Stop. Just stop. I, in 11th. 11. Ele- this, so, their okay. tap rooms go to 11. So here's the thing, though. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a twee bit annoying that it feels like we're talking about these all the time. I swear to you, it feels like every recording session. Sure. However, comma, if they are having success and are able to keep replicating it wherever they want to go, like, I don't really have a problem with that because they're getting craft beer out to the masses. Counter argument. Okay. My problem is we used to look at them as darlings of our state, and then they started doing this shit, and all of their quality went down the tube. You're mad because you had all of her attention, and then she became an influencer. Yes. I am. She was paying attention to me, and now she's not, and fuck off. You know what, though? But, like, do you... And, and this is the hard, and, and I, I joke about this because I feel like like this is part of that mental gymnastics we do as craft beer lovers. It's it's not a whole lot different than when you're into like indie music. Oh yeah. At what point is it okay for someone to have success? Yeah. And they are they they have a good business plan. I've met those folks. They are very smart. They were cautious to not over expand too fast they are very careful about measuring at least they were you know some years ago i have to assume that they are still being very mindful and measured about their expansion so you know i can't imagine they're doing this willy-nilly like they're and i and i guess i guess from the hot take seat that we have on the show it feels like it because it literally feels like once a month we're reading yet another story about they're opening another place somewhere else. And it just is like, what? This doesn't make any sense. So when I visit like a brewery that I've really looked forward to visiting. Right. Like I get excited. Um, Sierra Nevada. Sure. You know, Malt, totally. Malt Disney World. Hell yeah. Oh my goodness. That place just drops my jaw every time I even enter the property. Right. If they had 10 of those. It wouldn't be as special to me. Sure, sure. Like, I don't care how cool the facility is. I don't care how cool their 11th, 12th, 13th tap rooms are. It just doesn't, it just doesn't mean as much. It's, it's like eventually you cross the line from being like a local restaurant to being McDonald's. Sure. But when, when, when there are 13 in town, it's not as important. When there is, when you are a Nashville resident or wherever the other places they've gone, you know, and high wires coming and they're bringing a tap room, like that could be cool because now you've got an opportunity to go there. You know, we get excited when um, Southern Strain is going to open a location here. Burial is going to open a location here. Yeah. And I'm, I'll, I'll push back and say it's the same damn thing. Maybe not a, the same quantity. But it's the same thing. You could be going to Asheville for burial, and I know you do. But mm-hmm. now the burial is going to be here. Like, does that make Asheville any less special? Oh, and they've got the Colorado location too, right? Mm-mm. They, or they're just distributing Colorado, maybe. Yeah, they just distribute some stuff there. I think. Point <laughs> being, but still, 
like I, 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 you know, like, I like, see what you're saying. It, it's easy for uh, Josh is right. We get in the hot take world of like, oh well, you know, they're doing a thing, and it's not exactly fucking high wire. But again, like they've they've been able to do this successfully. Now, when they start clawing some of these back, then we can probably sit there and say, yeah, it seemed like a lot because it does. It, it does. It, it feels seems like a, a lot. lot of expansion when really nobody else is doing this. Right. So. I'm not like well, and, and and I guess too the other thing that we don't know if this model works because all we've been ad- doing is announcing openings. Yep, and and no, we, nobody's been around long enough, and hell, half their places that they've announced probably aren't even open yet. Right, I was going to say we okay, we, but we like, know how long that takes. Unlike a brewery to say, "Hey, we're coming to this new area. Look at us," and nothing ever happens. Yeah, that's true. Not I mean, anybody I, around here's done that. I I, I will say this. I, I know we have half-joked Wells, you and I, about Asheville. We're going to fucking do it in the fall. Because I don't want to do it in the summer when it's hot. It's not that hot up there. Well, I know, but I like the mountains in the fall. It's it's well, it's more cozy. You get leafers. Well, all right, then we can go in the dead of winter. The mountains are cool in the dead of winter, too. Cool I like story, that. Sorry, you guys. Get a room. What I'm trying to say is... Highwire used to be on that list, and it is no longer on that list but, for me. But, like okay, it'll be Burial, it'll be Sierra, it'll be sure. Zillacoa, it'll, it'll be, be Zillacoa, and then we'll figure it out from there. Yeah, and, and I would argue that even regardless of their expansion, I think you're right. Four or five years ago, we we were all about Highwire. They were making some really super interesting things, and they pivoted a little bit to be more accessible. Yeah. And a little more mainstream like, yeah. and it doesn't like it. It's the same thing with New Belgium. It doesn't appeal to the three of us. Right. That doesn't mean that they're not good. It doesn't mean that they're not successful. It just means yeah. that like that's not the experience or the beer that we're looking for. So when we go to Asheville, it's going to be Zillacoa and Burial and Sierra Nevada if you can fit it in, and you know a couple of other like little spots. Yeah. I, it's it's okay to outgrow a brewery. I think. And yeah, I guess you're right because I mean, you know, I look at Stone as a prime example, and I have completely outgrown them to the point where I'm like, y'all do your thing. I'm not Stone, paying any attention to you we, anymore. Yeah, I'm not paying any attention to you except we talk about them every time they do something newsworthy. Well, but but I mean, you know, again, you look. I guess this is the upside of perspective. We look at everything that we've had on this show, the things that got us excited for years. Yep. Hop Slam comes to the market now, and we're just kind of like, eh, you know, <laughs> Top I can slam. get it, it's easy. You know, Trogues, I don't even know if they're still here. I don't you think know, so. Like, I haven't seen any of their stuff in a while. The shoot stuff sits on the shelf. I mean, you know, like, we this happens to us so often. We get really excited about a brewery. We drink a bunch of their stuff. We talk about it. We have it on the show. It's all super fantastic. And then we outgrow them. Yeah. Or, just, or then they pull the Epic and just take the knife and shove it right into your gut and turn it about five times. Or they do it to themselves. Yeah. You know, a lot of these breweries have self-inflicted wounds that, yeah. you know, they can't get out of their own damn way. That's very I, true. You know, again, like, I just feel like Highwire is aiming for a different market segment than what caters to us. And I think that's okay. Like, it is. It is. And I guess it's just that weird mentality I have in my head of... Everything's about you. Yes. But... It's, but, it's, like, Weps isn't like that. It's more the... The it, it, it's the the trend that I really realized when Chris pointed it out years ago that I have don't give Chris credit for anything. I have become hyper focused for local things. Mm-hmm. I want local food. I want local beer. Mm-hmm. And the like second 
the second you start moving around and you leave my state, that means money and dollars are leaving my state, jobs are leaving my state, and that upsets me. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. I know I, I'm weird. I just like the attention, personally. And if you're looking at five different tap rooms under your purview, then you feel like you're running a really tight ship. Right. But then you stretch that number out to 11. And I'm kind of like, man, it, it's just prime ground for stuff to start slipping through the cracks. And I'm not saying that they're slipping yet. Because, again, half of these are in planning or in motion, but yeah. not finished products yet i mean but we're gonna get a high wire tap room in south end of charlotte soon and i gotta tell you i really don't give a shit yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of there with you all right uh final story up and again this was more of a talking point i think wells put in this even was as, yep even in his notes this is more of a talking point and i think he's right but then i i have my counter arguments as to why you may be wrong but when you stop and think about any type of a venue um, basketball, especially right now, it's college basketball season. If I were to go to Allen Fieldhouse, I could literally walk two steps after the game and be in a bar. And mm -hmm. I could be in downtown Lawrence. And He's talking about Kansas. Yes. Nobody knows about Kansas. Yes. Because nobody else cares about Kansas. I know. That's fine. I could be at the K wagon. Kansas I is a state, right? Yes. Correct. Okay, no, cool. no, it's a basketball program. That's it. It's somewhere in the Midwest. It's yeah. a big flat area. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, like I could literally walk, like I said, a block maybe. And there's a famous like little dive bar that's there. And then you go two more blocks and you're in downtown. Yeah. Lawrence where there's everything. Uh -huh. But then there's a lot of like NFL stadiums that I've been around or MLB stadiums where it's a ghost town. Sure. Yes. There is nothing. Like I went to the toaster. Sure. There was nothing we had to drive 30 minutes to get out to the middle of the desert yeah, and yeah. there is nothing but parking lots and there's nothing to do uh -huh. after or before Which the game it could easily be as much to do about available real estate and expensive real estate as it is anything else oh yeah 100 percent. well and and you know this article basically it's lambasting the brewer stadium like why don't they have a beer district around the brewer stadium wouldn't that make oh, sense Oh you're talking about the Milwaukee Brewers? Yes. Milwaukee okay, Brewers. Like, so, so the Milwaukee Bucks have the Deer District around their facility. This is what started the whole thing. It's called the Deer District and it's like a bunch of restaurants, bars, everything. So the question is why don't the Brewers have something similar call it the Beer District? There's yes. nothing to do around. Yes. Yes. Um <clears throat> Milwaukee Wisconsin Yes. Been there, done that multiple times. Used to go there for work a lot. Um, have been to Milwaukee Stadium or the Brewer Stadium. Um, it it really isn't the kind of thing like you know. So the two of you may be thinking of uh, uh, Bank of America Stadium where the Panthers play. You know, it's close to downtown and there's all the stuff. That is not the case with the Brewer Stadium. Right. Um, it is out of ways from the city, and there's not a ton around it. Well, that's, so. that's exactly. That's what this article is about. Well, now I was going to say they that's... need to build up a district around these places that, especially with Panther Stadium, suppose... you want the epicenter, but around every major sports complex. Yes, I would love to have that. Uh, make it a three sixty five day sure uh, well, venue, I, I, and not just like in an NFL an eight sure uh, eight day and, thing. And that's what I was going to say. And I and. and 
to me, that's the counter argument to this is that it's eight games. What are you going to do with all that real estate after those eight games? And it's, again, like, it's parking lots for, for bank of America stadium. It's, it's not so bad because you're pretty close to mm-hmm. uptown, Can't right. say downtown, but uptown Charlotte or whatever. Roll my eyes. That's not, you know, so, so the Brewers stadium is not that close to anything. Even if you built stuff around it, you still have to have a reason for people to go there. And to go there for a night scene, I mean, like, it's going to have to be really good. Mm-hmm. I just, it's Milwaukee, man. It gets cold at night. It does. Which is why you need to have places that are closer. And and plus, like, uh, and I it, don't it think he's cold. talking, Wells is talking specifically about Milwaukee either. Yeah. I think you're just talking about when, everywhere. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. When yeah. I went to Atlanta. And this is like really when the gears on this story really started turning. The gears of war? Uh, sure. Vroom, vroom. Um, I'm not going to try my completely derailed chain gun impersonation Please anyway. Don't. Uh, good. Uh, I went to Mercedes Benz Stadium, state of the art facility. The problem is before, after the game, like we weren't tailgating, we didn't have a car, we were taking. You know, lifts around and shit. Uh, mm. There's nothing to do. Like, right. what the hell? I'm looking at like untapped. Like the nearest bar to me was like two miles away, and it's it's in downtown. Yeah, but there was just there was just nothing immediately there. There were a couple bars here and there, but they were slam packed. I'm saying there could be more. Sure. Whereas, uh, you know, the next not the next day. So Friday night was soccer. Sunday was baseball, and the Braves, on the other hand, you know, they're in the suburbs, but they have built a stadium or you know, ballpark, but they have restaurants mm-hmm. and a concert venue nearby. Yeah. So there's something to do there. It was like the epicenter and a night's ballpark and the f- like the music factory were all together that was so cool that makes total sense if you can plan it out that way if you can yeah Yeah. and i'm really thinking you know as just from a smarter growth perspective we need to be growing up and not out holy crap like have one of these why doesn't why don't the panthers have something like that now and i think that's kind of what they're working towards in the future um you know when they move if when they move but I I really want people to expect better from sports stadiums. Like, stadium sets up shop, and especially if it's, like, football only. Like, you're – it's a dead zone for 358 days of the year. Like, yeah. so just do better when you're playing around in that area. I'd really love to see more people do, like, a deer district. Whatever. Well, yeah, and, and you know, like I said, like it's not just Milwaukee. Again, I went to the toaster out in Phoenix and it is nowhere near anything. Mm-hmm. And it is well, nothing but parking lots. Well, isn't that what they say about the new uh Niners stadium? Yeah. It's, it's not like, yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. And there's nothing around it. I'm sure I haven't been to the Niners one, but Well sure. But I mean like it's, it, yeah, maybe it, at some point they build that stuff up. Right. But you know, and so often you know, these it's it's like playing Sim City, right? Oh, totally. I have this area of town that's kind of dying. It's getting the real estate's getting really cheap. Let's stick a stadium in the middle of it. 
I mean, I went to United Center uh, the, when I saw Jordan play, and it it it's not all great around there. I'm sure, especially back then. Yeah, and you know, I uh, went to Wrigley, and you know, there's some like Wrigley's a little more comfortable feeling. There's a lot of cool like hole in the wall bars nearby. You know, yes. But we, that's we, also but in like a established of part of Chicago. We need more Wrigley's little... been around for ever. Yeah. yeah. They've had time to build around it. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I guess maybe that's part of the other thing, too. Some of this stuff, it may just take time to build around it. Like, yeah. I could see whenever, wherever the Panthers stadium ends up moving. Down the street. That they could probably build around it to, you know, have more more things to do there than it's just football for a few weeks out of the year. And I, I, I'm with you, Wells. Like, I, I feel like, you know, definitely we should be growing up around these areas, not spreading out. And that will make a big difference, too. But it, Jeff also makes a valid point of it's money, it's resources. If it's not there, it's not there. You can't do anything about it. You got to be careful simple. how much of the neighborhoods gentrify as well. Yeah, 100%. So. 100%. As you guys have watched this area grow up since I've been in here, I saw they they tore out something else up here. There's a uh-huh. mound of dirt there, and I could have sworn that was brand new construction not too many years ago. Probably was. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, tear well. it out. Put up more things. Yep. Well, another little piece of news. Speaking of brewery districts and districts around stadiums and things, we're going to have a new uh, brewery coming in to the Gold District, which is what they call where Hopfly and Resident Culture just opened a second tap room over there. Uh, if y'all have been to Asheville, it looks like Bramari is going to be setting up shop over there. Wasn't that the one that we had? We talked about on the show a couple weeks ago with the rats. Mm, who am I thinking of? Bavana, maybe that was in oh, that Raleigh. Was Raleigh. Yes, that's a Raleigh that's brewery. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry. It looks like Bramari might have some problems too, but uh, that, not might they do? Okay. Well, yeah. I just won't be getting any canned beer from them anytime soon. Yeah. No, they they got some problems. But yeah, there's a sign up outside of the old Sunstead Toucan Louis uh oh, that Salty place. Parrot Southern stop whatever man point is. It's had like four names and I don't know. Just saw a sign up. All I don't, right. I don't know what's going in just yet. I'll I'll work on that. Interesting. All right, are we ready for break? Oh, yeah. We'll be back in 30. Time for buy no buy. I'll explain how it works. It's pretty simple. We have been drinking beer on the show. We typically either buy this ourselves or we get it donated from us or to us, not from us, to us. Words, words. It's either donated by us or to us or to us. Uh, This most of this lineup is. I wish I had my Claxton horn. Chuck beer. Hell yeah! I love Chuck shows. It makes me feel really good about the stuff I bring. (laughs) <laughs> Get that Chuck beer out your mouth. So, buy don't buy, pretty simple. Ones or zeros. Jeff, what's our first beer up? First beer up uh, from Academia um, in Georgia. 
This is their skull. A Norwegian wheat ale that, uh, you know, it's funny. Like, I don't, maybe he was listening. I'm sure, possibly. We were talking some shows ago about, like, you know, that Kvike yeast or K-V-I-E-K, whatever you call it, however you say it. Uh, it was, like, a real hot thing for, like, a second, a hot minute, and then it just completely dissipated and, you know, whatever. Um but believe it or not, this Norwegian wheat ale does have it in there. Uh, it is got some citrus to it, not a ton. Uh, but it, I mean, as far as a wheat ale goes, I'm like, this is I, I really like this one. Uh, that was maybe first beer syndrome, but after coming back through a second time, I still liked it. Um, I'm buying this. You okay, Wills? Yeah, you just read my mind. Oh, Webs, I'm sorry. Webs, what do you think? I, look, this is really good. I was wondering. When I was drinking that beer the first time around, is this first beer syndrome? No, this is legitimately good. The second time around, I'm so confused and very turned on. What what confused you about that? Well, because it's a Chuck beer and I like it. Which isn't, you know, impossible. Sure, but... It's damn near improbable. I like this, though. Like, this is... Well done, sir. This This is a solid buy. Josh. Uh, so I've always, I know we haven't gotten a ton of their their beer, this particular brewery, but their can, for some reason, I really like their can, the way that it looks. It's very clean, simple can art. Uh, that being said, this beer is trash. I don't like it. Okay. This is not, not my thing at all. Did not like it. I thought first beer syndrome too. Went back for second taste. I was like, yeah, nope. That one can just go bye-bye. Oh, man. Anyway. Wow. All right. Moving well, on. Next beer up. Uh, speaking of words that don't mean nothing, like looped We have like looped from uh, Salud and New Anthem. Uh, Wilmington, I think New yep. Anthem is. Yeah. Uh, you guys keep bringing New Anthem beer on the show for some reason? I haven't in a while because I've learned my lesson. Yeah, you know I don't like it. But you were bringing a lot of the hazies on. Yes. Correct. Which... I was. Whereas this is the trend-setting cold IPA. You mean IPL? It says cold IPA on the can. You mean IPL? Yeah, okay. It's an IPL. Um, it's a very hoppy IPL. I, I, I like this, too. Um, yeah, I'll buy this one. Well, it's got a nice bitterness to it. Easy finish. This thing is crystal clear. Um, I could do a lot of damage on this, and I have... Done a lot of damage on this. This is a. Uh, that's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. Uh, this is this is really tasty too. Uh, so far, we're looking pretty good in the beer lineup. That's a buy. Josh, thoughts? Uh, this is not an IPL. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. This is an IPA. It's a cold IPA, bro. Yeah, it, it's good. It's really damn good. It's just it. Yeah. Um. Can we get over the gimmicks and just call it what it is? It is an IPL. We know mm-hmm. that, but I mean, yeah. But are you buying this cold, this uh, IPL? I am. It is good. Jeff, next beer up. Uh, next beer up, uh, Chuck Alert. From Savannah River, this is their Blonky Kong Volume 3. Seems like in Georgia they like to have a beer and do multiple volumes of it. Like a lot of those Wild Leap. Yeah. Um, I, can't, I can't think of the one off the top of my head, but... The ones that Wells and I typically yeah, gush yeah, over, yeah, yeah, they're up to like volume eighty three or something like that. I mean, it's maybe not that much, but I mean, you know, uh, Alpha Abstraction, Alpha Abstraction, yes, thank you. Um, Blanky Kong uh, Volume Three, a juicy hazy IPA. 
man, I don't hate this. Um, I, I I would drink some more of this. I would actually buy a six pack of this and keep it in the fridge. I, what's, what the what is, is happening? What's going on? Wells? Weps? It's, Sorry. Weps? It's, uh, it's soft. It's a touch sweeter than I kind of like my hazies. But I'm with you, Jeff, man. I could... I could... Mm. I could have a few more of these. It's yeah, I mean it it's inoffensive. Yeah. And it actually tastes good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Can't hate it. Josh. I can't hate it, but I can also not buy it. Uh it's such a hater tonight. It is a little too soft. It is a little too juicy. I'm start calling you Bill. It's just not quite what I was expecting. Or what I'm looking for when I get a hazy. So, no buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up from Savannah River. This is one of their Smash Attack Volume 4. Another volume beer. Um, Smash Attack Volume 4. Oh, I did these out of order. Sorry, Josh. Um, Smash Attack Volume 4. The Enigma Machine uh, with a not at all mystery machine from scooby-doo logo. oh no not at all not at all not at all not at all um this is a single malt single hop uh this is hopped with enigma which i'm not familiar with it is um it's fine I, maybe enigma just isn't my jam it is there's nothing wrong with this um if i'm at the brewery and i get it i'm not starting it away i would finish it off but i'm i don't think i'm buying this one see i'm getting a touch of diacetyl on this and just a touch but it's okay. enough to just fucking throw me uh that's something i'm super sensitive to uh and i i can't abide it won't stand it yeah the webs does not abide the webs does, does not, not abide. abide yeah lord josh what do you, what do you think of this wonderful He's rinsing. I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. Wouldn't it just be fucked up if I like actually bought this beer? No. You've already coated it. You're not. Yeah. Well, no, that was swapping orders around. But um, no, this is just not good. And yeah, it does have this weird funky aftertaste on my tongue that just isn't going away. <sighs> Hence the uh, rinse for water. Yeah, roll for initiative, rinse for water. Like, I, I, <laughs> like, I, I, didn't want to say it was sharp because it's not sharp. It just, I don't know, like, maybe it's just a hop. I just didn't do it. Well, and, and like Wells said, it could be the diacetyl that you and I are picking up and we're just not. Yeah, I'm not attuned. To attuned to enough to know on. exactly what that t- tastes like. Like, if, you know, you were to say, here it is. Yes. I, yeah, I would be like, oh, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Final beer up. Uh, final beer up from Fonta Flora. It's their birthday wine. Ooh. What? How how old are they? Um, eight. Okay. Based on the candle in the front. Um, wait. They're really eight years old. Yep. Holy shit. Yep. Yep. Wow. Which coincidentally has been how long I've given a shit about Catawba. Catawba. Uh, Fauna Forest Head Brewer used to work there. Which cool. also means they're the same age as us. Um. So does that mean we no. need to do our... We started in like 2013. 
We are older than eight, brother. We're we're older than Fauna Flora. Holy shit! Wow. This is uh, anyway. So this is their birthday wine, a double barrel aged barley wine style ale, matured for thirteen months in bourbon barrels and seven months in wine barrels. Um, twelve and a half percent. It sure doesn't drink like it. Um, this drinks fantastically smooth gives me a little bit of warm in my belly um i powered through my first pour and then gave myself a second pour and i'm on my third and um yeah i like this a friggin lot what kind of wine barrels does it say uh i want to see what josh has to say first i mean real real quick we'll, we'll go backwards order josh what do you think about this beer it's fucking delicious. Okay, good. Because it's blackberry wine barrels. <laughs> so, for the uninitiated, Josh <sighs> supposedly hates blackberries. I do. Now, he likes Marionberries, and I, I challenge anybody listening to Google what a Marionberry is. It's a blackberry. Bitch set me up. That's right. That's right. So, I, I really like this beer. Um, I, I'm, I'm now, like... I've known about this for a while. We, we've had it in the list for a while. Uh, meanwhile, I have a um, a version of Revolution's Blackberry Barley Wine, and I, we were joking about maybe having them side by side, just just to you know see who would you know whatever. Um, I'm kind of glad we didn't, but I'm also kind of mad that we didn't. I would really be interested in trying because I feel like the blackberry comes through really well in this. I think it is excellent. Um, I could use a touch more barrel in it, but I'm not kicking it out of bed. This is now unequivocally my favorite Fonda Flora beer. I love this a whole lot. And do you notice that almost every time now that he has a Fonda Flora beer, it's his new favorite? Like, Because Wells keeps bringing all the good ones. I, I, oh I my think god! It's, it's almost like they can make good beer. Uh, I, th- I think it, it is almost time to drag Jeffrey yeah. to Look at, the Fontaflora. Like my history with with Fontaflora is, you know, like we had a couple of their. They're not. I wouldn't call them a gimmick beer, but like, you know, there was that one that tasted like pretzels or whatever. Um, we had way back when, and like, oh, like this is a cool beer. I like this cool beer. You know, <clears throat> they started packaging and their cans were weak in my opinion they were just watery and slowly but surely they're getting better i i uh ordered them on tap at a um common markets little place in monroe mm-hmm. it's not uh for east frank Supret. that's called and uh, they had it had an ipa there and it was delicious i loved it so you know i i feel like i'm entering the era of enjoying fontaflora and um well we're happy to have you yeah, I know. It took me a while to get there, and you know, um, this is fantastic. I absolutely love it. Big buy. Wells, Webs, Webs. So you had me at barley wine. You had me a little bit more at a barrel aged barrel aged barley wine. But then you double barrel barley wine, and but one of those barrels is going to be blackberry wine, and I'm like, so my expectations for this beer are absurdly high it's obscene um and this beer is just like hey cool i see you set a really high bar for me i'm still gonna fucking clear that this was fantastic i'm a big fan of 
damn, anything barrel-aged that I've had from Fauna 4 over the last two years. Yeah. Um, I'd love to have another one of these to do side-by-side with Revolution's Blackberry. The so. fact that we're having a conversation about Fauna 4's barley wines now, and we suck Revolution's dick on this show on the regular, but... I mean, because They're, for good reason, yeah, right? for good reason. But so. but I th- like it, and I think when you have when when I bring that one on, I, it it like these two would be like neck and neck. It mm-hmm. would be like varying. Like I like this one for this reason. I like this one for that reason. Yep. Neither one. I like and again, having only gone through a couple of the blackberries myself, I, I feel like they're neck and neck, and there's not like a clear cut winner. Now I say that, and you'll have it. You'll be like, "Oh, this is trash." Yeah. Uh, well, well, this this is freaking delicious. And happy birthday, Fada Flora. Belated, Josh. Your happy thoughts on this, bitch? So, uh, Jeff, I I do have a question since you've talked about this Rev one because oh. I have this gut feeling that I would hate it. Because here's why I think I like this. That. The wine barrel isn't that strong. Uh, it's what? It's there, but I, I feel the barley line way more. Like I, I feel that barrel aged barley. I agree with you, it needs to be stepped up a little bit more. But I, I feel that is not the dominant flavor for me. No. It is for me. Okay. And I love it. I love every bit of it. See, this is like a barley wine aged in bourbon and blackberry barrels sure. rather than a blue or a blackberry barley wine aged in barrels. Fair yeah. Enough. And, and and that's probably why it doesn't bother me because, yes, I can tell that it's there, but it's not smacking me in the face, which I feel like that Revolution one would. It might because, but again, I, I know them well enough to know that yeah. it, it, it would just be like. There's I'm also here. the part of me that I keep holding out that blackberry beer, thinking like one of these days Chris might happen to be in town. Like I would love for him to be here to have that beer because he loves blackberry with me, so. Fair enough. Uh, but no, this is absolutely a buy. This is delicious. I really enjoy this. Big, huge buy. It's time for I tap that, Jeff. How does that work? Wait, Wait I'm explaining no. shit tonight. No, I am. Pretty simple. I'm so used to kicking you for beers. Out of the beers that we had on the show, what are you going to put on your kegerator at home? Either real or fake. Jeff, where are you going, man? I Honestly, a lot of great options for tonight, um, but I, I feel like my gushing over this birthday wine is, is clear and present danger. It is absolutely. I'm going to need a liver transplant with that keg, but I don't care. Fair enough. Wells, it it absolutely has to be birthday one, no question. Like, I'm I'm sorry to everything else that you even had to be in this show. I, I but really I mean, legitimately, we had really good beer in the show, except for one. Then the one you know didn't quite perform but but the rest like those are the chuck beers good chuck yeah beers. good chuck beers would yeah. i would i buy the chuck beers two out of three times yes. two out of three times that's that's good which is better than most of his luck yep unless it was me where mm-hmm. it was zero out of zero nobody cares times. i know it's okay I've, I've i've given up on that a long time ago um actually believe it or not i'm gonna have to go with the ipl Woo. I know it sounds crazy, but it's getting warmer. Um, I'm afraid what makes this beer, this beer, the barley wine, if I sat on it for too long, it's going to really start to fade out quick. 
I feel like this is kind of like at its peak. I feel like if you age it anymore, you're going to start to lose everything that's in it. You know, and we, we've had that in the keyser for a while. So, you know, like, we definitely ha- ran that, that gambit of how long is too long. Yeah. Well, it's drinking real good right now. Damn straight it is. This is one of those bummers of like sitting on a beer for a while because now I'm like, oh dang, I would really love to have another bottle of that, but I I know this. I think I've got another one at home. Yeah, but I'm not gonna ask you to part with it. It's fine. Oh, whales for wishes, Jeff. Right. Let's have that. That's a good idea. Let's have that at whales for wishes. We're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Crapbeercast.com. Come check us out. Uh, engage with us if you want to send us uh, beer from your market. Um, Hit us up on the Twitters at CBCast or contact at craftbeercast.com if email is easier for you. Uh, we also have a Facebook if uh, you want to go that route, facebook.com slash craftbeercast. We've got a Patreon if you want to support us that way too. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Weps, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram at Twitter at all the Weps. W-E-L-L-S Weps. Josh, where are you? You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend, tell somebody. You've been listening to us for this long. Spread the word. Spread the news. Uh, don't forget about our subreddits. Slash r slash craft beer cast. Uh, poor Wells has been doing all the heavy lifting for news in like, I don't know, the last six months. Because uh, the subreddit for just slash beer has gone to donkey shit. So... If you find news, please post it there, and I will give you credit and at least two upvotes. Oh, you you on your uh, your main and your burner? Yeah. Mm. Well, no, my mod account for the CB cast, and then my real account. Oh, sure. So it's not even really a burner. Uh, other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.